Hey guys, it's Jazz. Welcome back to my channel. I really appreciate you guys for being here, whether you are in your car, house, wherever, work in your AirPod, however and wherever you are. I thank you and I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have been having an amazing week and weekend and all of that good stuff. I certainly have. And uh, it kind of caused me to feel a little bit under the weather. But um, yeah, so my grandmother who turned 80 um, this weekend, we took her to the Kirk Franklin and Maverick City concert. It was absolutely amazing. She enjoyed herself and I was just so elated that we were so uh, blessed and able to take her. She had a great time and I'm just so thankful because we had a great time too, being able to, being able to celebrate her in 80 years of life. Um, so if anybody else, you know, has somebody in your life that has lived that long or even longer, then you understand, you know, being able to celebrate somebody for that long. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. So welcome to the Thriving Mind, the Thriving Mindset podcast. I am so thankful again for you guys to be here. For anyone who hasn't been here before, I am Jasmine. Um, this is my channel and thank you for being here. For those of you that are always here and have been here, I love y'all for watching and listening. Thank you again. I'm me. Hey to y'all. So today I just wanted to um, say a little something about um, choices in life. And I had a conversation with some, someone about this uh, a couple of days ago and we were just talking because um, when we were on the road coming from Cincinnati, where we went to go see the um, the concert, I was looking at different people driving on the freeway where we were. And I looked at different cars. And um, not that before I say this, I want to clear up some thing not to say that the kind of car that you drive makes you who you are but in a sense and I'm gonna go into it so you guys can see where I'm coming from because um a lot of times you have people who drive used cars um because they want to save money and because they honestly don't even really care about cars and um, they don't care about how it looks. They don't care about all of that stuff. They just care that it runs and they're saving money because they don't want to have a car note. Hello. Um, I have an older car that is still, uh, it still looks brand new and it's a nice brand, you know, but it is a older car. It's a 2016 and not because we can't afford new cars, but just because we don't really care about having the newest car and paying the highest car note. Um, and that's just me being real, you know, as a real person, like we just don't care about that. We care that we have nice dependable cars, um, which for me, a Toyota brand Lexus is a, a dependable brand for me and my family. We love that this particular car, um, you can drive it a hundred thousand miles plus and they really don't even break down or run all the way out unless you take care of it up to almost 300,000 uh, miles. So we love that. And we love not having to pay um, 
like astronomical prices in um, car notes because we love to do other things with our money. We love to travel. We love to, um, you know, fix up in our house and stuff like that. So we kind of have like our minds set on something different other than having the biggest, newest car with the biggest, highest car note. I said all that to say, um, I was driving on the freeway and I was just looking around at the different cars that people were driving. And I looked around, there were new cars and trucks. There were old cars and trucks. There were some that were older cars and trucks, but they were, you know, looking decent, you know, and no scratches and dents and rust and stuff on them. And then there were some cars that were like all rusted up and just honestly looked like an animal or a person could have like chewed on the car and it's rusty in different parts. And literally like the car looks like it's been like chomped on because it's missing pieces, you know, on it. It's cars that have had their bumpers bumped off, their bumpers bumped into, it's like crashes um, with a dent in it and the sides of it come out almost like a triangle and people are still driving the cars around. And so it just made me think about life and how that can pertain to our everyday lives and the choices that we make. And even down to the kind of car that you drive and people would listen to this and say, you know, how are you going to judge us on the kind of cars that we drive? Well, I'm not judging you, but I'm just giving you something to think about. And what I was thinking is driving your car and someone looking at you in your car kind of says quite a bit about you. Um, it could say that if your car is all chomped up and rusted out and you got one donut on there and the rest of the wheels might be regular or they might be balding. It could say that somewhere in your life, you didn't take responsibility somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And where we are in our lives has a lot to do with the choices that we make. And that's just the truth. Like people are probably going to be angry about this particular video, but Instead of getting angry, I just want you to focus on what I'm saying. And you can get angry if you want to, but still focus on what I'm saying so that you can get the gist of what I'm saying. Because this might help somebody, you know, literally, this might help somebody. Um, if you think about a person that is, say, for instance, in high school, a girl and a guy, they get together, they have sex, and she gets pregnant. They have a baby and neither one of them are really able to work full out full time jobs without not going to school also. So they're either going to have to go to continue going to school in the daytime and work a job at night or they're going to have to work a full time job in the daytime and then go to school at night. Right. So somewhere in there. It's like. It's the decision that caused you to have to make those choices, right? Because other children who are going to school, they not having sex, they not getting pregnant, 
they don't even have to worry about those things, right? They go to school, they do their work, they get in good grades, decent grades, whatever it is. They might even have an after-school job. They doing their sports or whatever they might be doing. They go home, they wake up, and they do it all over again. But in the middle of it, they're not skipping school. They're not getting pregnant. They're not getting anyone pregnant. They're not doing drugs. So the responsibilities that someone who is doing all of those things, the things that they would have to think about, like a child that's not doing those things, on the other hand, they're not thinking about those things. And so then those kinds of people, honestly, they're on two different like plates, right? And so they grow up differently. And so their lives cause them to live out different lives. Their decisions that they made and their choices caused them to live out different lives, right? So the person that went to school, they got good grades. You know, they might have, um, after high school, gone to college and gotten a degree or some type of certification. Even if they didn't go to college, they might have opened up a business of some sort. They might have just changed a diff. um, sorry, they might have just like went through a different path in life versus the person, the, the couple, the guy and a girl who had sex, the girl got pregnant and they had to modify their lives and their schedules because now they have this little baby that they're having, right? And somebody has to raise the baby and somebody has to take care of the baby because they might not have the parents that say, okay, while you go to school, I'm going to stay here and take care of the baby, right? So now they have these responsibilities that are like slowing them down and not always stopping them, but slowing them down from being able to go straight into college, um, start a business or whatever it is that they may have had as goals before, right? So not to say that people who make mistakes because duh, we've all made mistakes, right? Hello, I've made mistakes. A lot of them I have effed up plenty of times in my life. But what I'm saying is, the decisions that we make, the decisions that I've made, for example, have slowed down my progress. Like when I got out of high school, first of all, when I went into high school, I'm going to use myself as an example. When I went into high school in the ninth grade, I was so focused on being popular and I had the friends and everybody knew jazz, you know, and so I was like lacking in my grades. And not because I was stupid or I couldn't do it, but just because I was so busy trying to be popular and have fun and go to the parties and go to the homecomings and spend a night over this person's house and spend a night over that person's house until I wasn't even doing what I was supposed to do until I got into barely got into 10th grade. And now I got a one point something GPA because I have effed up the whole time that I was in the ninth grade having fun. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm in 10th grade, now I'm building up. I'm doing better in my classes. I'm getting help. I'm going to the after school math uh, tutors because I was never honestly the, the math student, the great math student that wasn't me. So I would go to the after school class, you know, and do what I could to catch up. So then I, I had a wonderful teacher. Her name was Mrs. Daratoni. 
shout out to her if she ever listens to this uh podcast i had her as my math teacher and she was the kind of teacher that would stand by your desk until you got it right you know and answer question after question after question until you got it right and until you understood it so by the time i was done with the tutoring and taking her class i was getting a's and b's in math without a problem at all all through the rest of you know high school and i began to do better in my classes make sure i was turning my work in on time and i was always smart even my teachers they would tell my mom like you know she's so smart she just needs to apply herself she needs to stop talking you know, show up to class on time and listen and do the work. It was that easy. Like it was that easy. But because I wanted to have the friends and the fun, I was slacking. So I didn't start getting my grade point average like all the way up until literally 12th grade. Like it took time for me to build that grade point average up. And in 12th grade, I was busting 4.0s like all year you know all school year so that helped of course but my point is that i could have been doing that all along and i would not have had to suffer along the way and have to build up if i had just been doing what i knew to do was right all along right so my point is when we get into you know, wrong things like getting someone pregnant or getting pregnant early at an early age when we shouldn't even be having sex, getting into drugs. Everybody knows to say no to drugs, right? But those things happen. Yes. And so, you know, later on down the line, you might have some people that, you know, they get away from the alcohol, they get away from the drugs, you know, even though they got pregnant in high school or they got somebody pregnant, then later on down the line, they're like, okay, I'm finally going to go back to school. I'm going to go to college. And some people even become these like really successful people, you know, after all of that, they become these successful people. They tell their story and boom, you know, they are, they are the person, you know what I'm saying? They are the great one that everybody is listening to like, oh, that's so inspiring, so encouraging, you know, but at the same time, to people who haven't reached that yet and to someone that's listening that might be thinking about going down the wrong road take the easy way take the right way you don't have to you know go the wrong way you don't have to choose the wrong path you can always choose the path that you know that's right first and roll with that so that you don't have to struggle you know along the lines people always feel like you know, well, yeah, we got to learn on our own and we have to struggle. And that's true. We do have to learn on our own, you know. But what I'm saying is be that person. Choose now to be that person who learns from other people's mistakes. You don't have to suffer. No, you don't. That's a lie that has been told for years and years that people need to do their own suffering so that they can learn. No, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. What you do is learn from other people's mistakes and say, you know what? That I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do drugs because I see auntie or uncle so-and-so and I see how their life has just been like messed up and I see how their kids are messed up because of it. 
And I don't want that to be my life. I don't want that to be my children's life. So I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to use myself even for an example. When I was um, conceived, I was giving my, my birth giver, my mom, who I love. My mom was 17 when she had me turning 18. Four days after I was born, she was going to turn 18. I'm not knocking my mom or my uh dad that was you know the one that got her pregnant i think he was like 19 at the time i'm not knocking them i'm not saying that you know she's not a great person because she had me young my mother is a wonderful person my mother is a wonderful woman she got herself together she still ended up going to college she still ended up getting a great job that she's had for almost 40 years now um, she still is, you know, doing her thing in her life and loving it and being able to afford the things that she wants to. She's still able to do all of that. Even with that being said, when I was a child, in my mind, I said, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to have a child as a child. I'm not going to be a teenage mom. And I remember, um, my mother and my grandmother when I was younger, not knowing you know, not to get into that. They went to like this reader person and um, this person told them that I was going to get pregnant at 16. And my mom came back and she told me that. And I was determined since that age, I don't even remember how old I was when she told me that, but I was determined that that wasn't going to be me because they said it was going to be. And because my mom believed that it was going to be. Now, backstory, me and my mom didn't have the best relationship when I was growing up. My mother was, like I said, young when she had me. So it was almost like every single thing that I did, um, it was always a thing of like, oh, I wish I never had you. You're so bad. You're this, you're that. It was always a negative thing. And so in turn, not knowing then, but realizing it now, I acted out a lot because I didn't feel loved. You know, I knew that my mom felt like she didn't want me. I knew that she loved me, but at the same time, she was literally telling me that she wished that she had never had me and she wished that I wasn't here because I was a bad kid. Like I did stuff that was bad because I didn't feel like I was wanted, you know, ever, honestly, until I got older and my mom met my stepdad, who was my father. I'm only saying stepdad so you can get the you know, the story, but my mom, uh, married my stepdad and him and his family just took us in like their very own. And, you know, we started going to church and our church was wonderful about, you know, teaching us how to love God and how to love each other. And so me and my mom, you know, our relationship was really blessed through her marrying my stepfather who lived in the home and was my father. Like, he took me in like he literally gave birth to me and he showed me and my mom how to love each other. And so after that is when me and my mom got really close. And she has said to me several, several times, you know, I really apologize for the way that I was, at, you know, when you were growing up. And I'm like, mom, you know, you don't I've heard the apology once. That's enough. You don't have to keep apologizing because I understand that my mom made mistakes. You know what I'm saying? She's human. We're all human. Even when we're doing our absolute best that we know to do, we are not going to meet 
every single perfect line. You know what I'm saying? Like we make mistakes. And I'm saying that to say, if you listen to this podcast now or anyone who tells you now, listen, learn from other people's mistakes and don't fall in line and make those own mistakes, those same mistakes. Determine in your mind that I see what they went through and I'm not going to do that. And make your own path. You know what I'm saying? Pray that God will lead you into a better path and a better way. And he will, he will. If you just be determined to follow through with it, believe that you can have better, not feel like, oh, because my mom had a teenage, a baby as a teenager, then that's what's in the cards for me. So then I'm gonna go ahead and run along with that. No, you don't have to do that. There are people every day that wake up in the middle of the ghetto Every single day, they wake up in crack houses because their parents are crackheads. They wake up in situations where they have been abused and they go on and in their mind, they are so determined that I am not going to live this life for the rest of my life. They, they don't even have to be in church. Okay. These are just people who have the determination and they say, this will not be life for me. And they make sure that it's not. And you can do this too. You can do it too. Mine is not even as big as people who, like I said, have grown up in crack houses with crack parents and uh, people that have abused them. They've been in foster homes, passed from foster home, from foster home. You know what I'm saying? Mine isn't even like that. Mine is just as simple as my mom had had me as, um, you know, a child herself. She had no direction. Because she was growing up as she was raising me, you know, she was still raising herself basically, you know, as a single mom at that. So, yeah, she made those mistakes, you know, and at the same time, I looked at that and I said, hey, I don't want to do that. I don't want my kids to feel that way that I felt, you know what I'm saying? And so what I'm saying to you is that that's just a small thing. People have had way deeper things happen in their lives more than mine and they came out and they are successful people you can do the same thing you don't have to follow in the footsteps of a person who messed up before you be the first person in your family to go to college be the first person in your family to um graduate from high school and graduate with good grades be the first person in your family to Wait until you're married to have children. Be the first person in your family to get married. I know people who, like the last five generations, they've never had people in their families who were married. You know what I'm saying? That's a big thing. And people who have always had these things, they look at it as like, oh, that's regular. Y'all don't do that. But you have to realize that there are people in this world who haven't had those kind of things. And so that's why I'm saying today choose to have exactly what you want don't choose to go through the struggle first you don't have to you really don't have to anything that you want like i have said before it is available to you a great life is available to you if you are here on this earth it's available to you the struggle does not have to be yours you can live a life without struggle Even if you came out of a struggle, you can go into a life without the struggle just because of your choice. 
You don't have to drive that car. And I'm not speaking about just the car. I'm talking about life. You don't have to choose that life that is that car that has been rusted and chomped on with the donut wheel and the bald tires. You don't have to choose that life. You don't have to live that life. Baby, you can live the life of the um the Mercedes truck or the Range Rover or the Maybach. You can have that life. And I'm not again, I'm not speaking just about the car itself. I'm talking about a lifestyle that you choose that can be yours. It can be yours starting today. Even if you have made mistakes in the past, choose to stop making those mistakes. Choose to not live in your mistakes and choose to move on into the life that you want. Be very intentional from this day forward, from the day that you listen to this podcast, choose to be intentional because guess what? Your story and how your life is lived out it's all up to you. It's all up to the choices that you make from this day forward. I'm telling you, the fact that you have been given a new day and that you are listening to this podcast this morning, that says that you have a new day. The new day means that you have a new opportunity. The new opportunity means that you can have a new choice. You don't have to choose what you were choosing yesterday. If you want something better, choose something better today. It can definitely be yours. People will get angry at the truth. But guess what? Even throughout your anger, it's time to take responsibility. Take responsibility for the fact that, yes, I messed up some years ago. But now I choose to stop messing up and I'm going to move forward. Me and my husband, for example, we weren't always good with our money because we like to go to everybody's party that we were invited to we like to make sure that we had everybody a gift the best gift so that when they opened it up they could say oh greg and jazz got that that's who we were we loved to go on all of the trips and never say no to ourselves we wanted to have all of the bags the shoes and the clothes and all of that good stuff we wanted to have all of that but then at the same time we didn't have any money in the bank but guess what one day we sat down together. My husband sat down with me and we made a pact and we said, we're not spending any more money right now until we get this much money in the bank so that we can have savings. And so that our children, whenever we need something for them, it's not, okay, well, we got to wait for another two weeks till we get paid. Hey, so-and-so, can we borrow some money? No, we haven't borrowed money in years. And let me tell you why, because we made a choice that we were going to do better. We made a choice that when we were ready to get into our new home, that the money was going to be available so that when we're ready to get a new car, we can get insurance. There were times before, and I'm gonna just tell you flat out because I'm a, I'm, I'm a real person. You know what I'm saying? We're real people. We're real human beings. And I'm not trying to flaunt and fake for y'all and act like, oh no, we've never done anything wrong and everything has always been perfect. No, there were times when we drove our cars around and we didn't have any insurance because we made bad choices. Not because we couldn't afford the insurance, but because we made bad choices with our money. The reason why we felt like at that time, it's either this 
or get insurance. Oh, we can't afford insurance. We could afford the insurance, but because we made bad choices, it in our mind, we put in our mind, oh, we can't afford this. We could afford it, but we chose to get something else. We chose to go out to eat too many times. We chose to buy the high priced gym shoes or something stupid like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, stop making bad choices and you won't live a bad life. You won't have to live the life of that chewed up, rusted, bent up, crashed up car. You can live the new car version of life. That's shiny. That's clean. That's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That's insured. AKA get you some life insurance too. You can afford it. Some life insurance is only $12 a month. Get this. You know what I'm saying? Get this into your mind. Don't listen to this and be mad about it. Be glad that somebody is telling you to make the choice now. I don't care if you're 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. You can choose to have a better life right now today. You can choose that. If you are the 50-year-old that's driving around in a crunched up car, you can choose to today, if you're still alive, you can choose to make a better life for yourself. It's not always about, oh, I'm going to just pray and I'm going to just wait and sit around and wait for God to change my life. You have to do something. Faith without works is dead. Baby, all of that, I'm just going to wait around for God to make me healthy. No, get your butt up and go to the doctor. And I'm saying this because I want y'all to get this. You know what I'm saying? You, the choices that we make that are bad. And, and a lot of times we know, we already know that these choices are bad, but we just, in our mind, we're just going to deal with it because that's what makes us feel good at that time. Stop dealing with that. Stop doing something just because it makes you feel good at that time. AKA I'm talking to me. I'm not going to buy that coat that I was thinking about buying because I know I got some other things coming up. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to entertain it anymore because how can I come to you and tell you this? And I'm still doing stuff. That's crazy too. That's, that's crazy. And it might not be as crazy as somebody doing drugs, but it still don't make no sense. So my point today is do things that make sense, make good choices so that you can have a good life. Make, if you want me to put it in this sense, make if Maybach, Mercedes, Range Rover, whatever your, think about your dream car, right? Think about the car that you want to drive. Think about the big house because most people want to live in something that's big and extravagant because it's what they're showing you on Instagram and, you know, social media. And they're saying that this is what's to have because this is what rich people have. And most people in this world, whether they say it or not, most people in this world want to be rich and want to be wealthy. So go into your mind today. Think about the rich lifestyle that you want and start making rich choices because the people who are in those lifestyles, that's legit. It's not because they're just, even if they have in the past, it's not because they're continuing to make bad decisions. One day somebody woke up and said, you know what? I'm not living this life no more. I'm about to get up and live the life that I want to live because nobody wants to live in a struggle. Nobody wants that. People who live in a struggle cry at night. They're sad. They're mean most of the time because they're not happy. Don't be that person. Don't choose to be that person. Choose to make the best 
out of your situation. Take power in your situation. You already have it, honestly. All you got to do is just pick it up. Pick it back up because it was always yours. Pick it back up and say, I'm going to take responsibility and I'm going to choose to take the power to have the life that I want. And that's it. It's that easy. It's available to you. It's available to you now, today. All you have to do is choose to have the good life that you want. Choose that rich life. Choose the mansion life. Choose the Range Rover life. Choose the Maybach life. If that's the life you want in the life that you are choosing, get up and make it happen. However you got to do that, you know what to do. You know exactly what you need to do. Pray about it. Go in your closet and meditate and then start walking in your purpose and your vision. I love y'all. I love y'all. I'm only saying everything that I said on this video. I'm only saying it because I love y'all and I want y'all to have better. I have had to go through these same things. Somebody has had to talk to me. I have a mentor who has cussed me out plenty of times and told me, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You could be so much further. And he is absolutely right. He was absolutely right when he said it, and I'm passing it on to you. You know that you can have better. If you want better, you can definitely have it. All you got to do is choose it. Choose it, believe it, get to work, and receive it. And I love y'all. Thank you so much for watching today. Before I go, I don't want to leave you guys without an affirmation. I'm going to go into my affirmation box that I have here. And I'm going to read you the, af the affirmation for today. And the affirmation for today is I am confident. This is so fitting. Let me tell y'all, I have a box of affirmation cards that I um, read from sometimes along with the, the ones that I write myself. But let me just tell y'all, I have a box that I literally just went in this box and pulled a card out. Okay. I just pulled this card out. It's an affirmation card. And... It's so fitting to what we're talking about because the affirmation for today is I am confident about my future. Get confident about your future. I just gave you some keys. I just dangled some keys in front of you. I don't have no keys next to me or I would shake them. I literally just dangled some keys in front of you. All you got to do is pick up those keys, put it in the lock, unlock that specific door, whatever that door is for you. Here's a question for you too that you can answer. For yourself what makes me feel most confident about my future what can i do each day to boost my level of confidence that's a great question so take that with you use it today say it all day today i am confident about my future believe it receive that into your mind and your heart and i'm telling you it will begin to be yours and Come back to this video, y'all. After y'all watch it and some of y'all get through being mad and you listen to it and you actually take it, come back and let me know what changes have been made in your life, how you chose to make some better changes in your life. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a blessed rest of your day. And until next time, keep on thriving for that great mindset. I love you guys. Have a good one. Bye.